do some sun worship now. Sit back, relax, talk to each other, make friends. Um, and yeah, we're going to go into worship and Charlotte's going to lead us in a prayer. Okay, if everyone wants to take a seat. Um, there should be a piece of paper on everyone's uh, like desk uh, with six questions on. And basically, uh, could you all uh, make a group leader, not like there's a hierarchy, but it just makes everything easier. And then would that person read out the questions and then can everyone uh, give an answer, maybe go around the table or something. Uh, and then once you've answered them all, uh, we're going to be doing a bit of feedback afterwards and then Matthew will talk to us. Okay, have fun. If we could all just uh, listen for a sec. Um, I hope you had a great time in your groups. Um, and if anyone had anything um, profound or just anything they wanted to share, uh, if you want to put your hand up and I'll come around with the mic and everyone will be graced with your words. Oh, okay. Uh, so we said that um, when we gave our scores, we each gave a score for how well we think APC shows fellowship. Uh, the people around the table who scored it most highly were those who are part of uh, a really well-established uh, group uh, of some description, whether it be Pathfinders, whether it be AYF, uh, or a really good house group. Um, so if you part of a kind of community within a community, then you feel more supported and uh, feel as though we have better fellowship. Uh, if you're not in something that's kind of organised uh, like that, then uh, then it can be harder to feel as though you're part of uh, a fellowship. Uh, and cake was the other thing. I agree with that last part. Um, does anyone else? I can't see hands. Okay, moving on. Um, Matthew, do you want to come up and do your talk? Okay, so Acts 2, verse 42 talks about people meeting together inside the church. Um, But we're not talking about a church like a church building here. We're talking about the people. The people are the church. Um, And it shows that they met in the temple courts regularly. Uh, We we would assume once a week on a Sunday, uh, as we do now, actually. Um, so, So that's being together. And it shows that it's the people coming together that worked. People showing fellowship towards each other on a regular basis. Now, if we look at the word fellowship, we get fellowship. So, fellow is, he's a good, jolly good fellow, she's a good, jolly good fellow. It's, it's the person, it's, it's a friend of yours who, who you have something in common with. Now, shit, that's because they're all in the same boat. Okay, but there's a serious, there's a, there's a serious side to this. We, we all, those who we're closest to, we go through similar experiences with. So that somehow makes our connections stronger and we can understand each other better. And that means our fellowship will be stronger. When we look at, um, when we look at people in everyday lives, um, there's a great part in uh, the Knight Rider movie in 2008 where Kit asks Michael, is it not natural for a person to have a companion of some sort? Now, yes it is. But why? 
It's because, it's because with another person, we are strong. We can help each other. We can build each other up. And now Jesus came down to earth as a, as a little baby. He, he came down fully human, fully God. He had everything in common with us, everything in common with God. He was having fellowship with us while having fellowship with God at the same time. Now that's kind of awesome. Um, but yes, when he grew up, he was preaching in the synagogue. He was, doing, he was going around preaching. And he was just proving to us that we, we can have fellowship through him with God. Because... No, we're not perfect, but we have Jesus to have fellowship with God. I thought I was only hosting the start, but apparently I'm hosting the whole thing. Um, We're doing worship again now, so if everyone wants to stand. Um, Okay, so the next sort of section of our service, um, it's all going to be about fellowship with other Christians, um, particularly those outside Aldridge. Um, So my name's Alex. I'm James. I'm Ben. (laughs) Um, so Ben's going to read us the Bible verse. It's from 1 Thessalonians 5.11. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. Cool. Um, so I'm just going to very briefly talk a little bit about that. Um, so it's from 1 Thessalonians, and actually that's quite important, um, because 1 Thessalonians is a letter from Paul, Silas, and Timothy, I'll get this right, um, to the church of, the, of Thessalonica. I think that's right. Um, <laughs> um, so that's really important because it's Paul and Silas and Timothy reaching out. They're reaching out to different churches, to different people. Um, they're communicating, they're sharing ideas. And I bet you the church of Thessalonica wrote a letter back and said, yeah, we're doing loads of these things too. Um, they're communicating with each other. Um, so the actual verse then. Uh, it says encourage one another. And I think in this day and age, that's really important. Um, not just in the UK, but like across the world. There's so many countries where it's actually really hard to be a Christian. Um, and people are finding it really hard to pray, um, to gather together. And a simple word of encouragement is like massive to them. Um, we can tell them, look, look, what you're doing is right. What you're doing is good. Um, carry on. Um, and that is so important. Um, and then it says, build each other up. Um, but what does that mean? Well, that means that we can take people from the lowest point up to the highest point. Um, and it doesn't just mean that we have to build other people up. Other people can build us up. We're not perfect. We know that. Um, so we can take people's ideas. We can um, take what they say and um, change our lives, um, as well as us being able to change somebody else's life. Um, So in the last bit, it says, just as in fact you are doing. Um, So Paul and Silas and Timothy, they know that the church in Thessalonica is having fellowship, is communicating with other Christians. And they're saying, look, this is really good. Carry on. Um, Keep doing what you're doing. And I think that we should take a leaf out of their book, um, communicate with other Christians. Um, So we're going to have a bit of video now, I think. Yeah. Um, Rob. something until later on in my life as I read in the scriptures I realized God doesn't want me to do this by myself he, he, he doesn't want me just to follow him on my own that's why he created church the church we now before God should have a fellowship together 
a sharing, not just of thoughts, ideas, but a sharing of everything to really care for one another. And the question is, is do you want to be a part of it? Do you want to have this sharing, this fellowship that God intended for his church? Or do you want to continue living in isolation? Um, okay. So yeah, that was a, a really simple way of explaining fellowship. And there were, there were three things that I got from that video were that in terms of Christians, that fellowship means A, walking alongside one another in your kind of spiritual journey, uh, B, understanding what they're going through, and C, sharing with them both their joys and their pains. And by being open to them, you're strengthening your kind of bond and relationship you have with them. And naturally, you'll see yourself caring towards other people you're trying to encourage. And also by being open to one another, we'll also be open more to God. So we can actually be more honest, more passionate with our relationship with God. Um, a Christian itself means that we belong to Christ. And since Christ came to serve others, that's what we should do as Christians. We should be serving other people. But um, not just others in the church, but everyone. And fellowship means we should serve those other people together as Christians. Because this is what God wants, as he knows it's more meaningful and it's more effective if, you, if we work together as a team to, to serve others. Um, communion is a good practical example of this. It's sharing and participating in what it means to belong to Christ and the body of Christ. Um, and remembering that Jesus died for everyone. Therefore, we are all welcome at Jesus' table. But it's also about coming together to reflect and to worship God together in fellowship. And finally, fellowship brings people of all walks of life together because they belong to and have faith in Christ. That means no, no one is excluded and no one is extra special. All belong, every race, every nation, every language, every culture, everyone. And now we've got some more questions to share. And I'm going to pass you over to Alex, who's going to go over the first two. Okay. Um, sorry, can I get the notes? Thanks. Oh. Um, right. How many Christians do you know outside Oldridge? I mean, personally, I can say, actually, I do know quite a few. I do. But I can't say that I build them up or encourage them an awful lot. But why should, I, why should I do that? What's the point? Well, as, I said, as we found earlier, it says that we should in the Bible. And it's not just that verse. All over the Bible, it says that we should. Um, a simple time of fellowship can encourage us in our individual lives. Being with others can mean that we can take something away individually, whether that's something for our everyday lives, whether that's something for our prayer lives, whether that's something for our worship lives. Um, we can't do things alone. We need people to help us. So James is going to talk a bit about how we can do that. So yeah, how do we encourage one another and build each other up? Um, two Bible verses I got from just a quick Google was Colossians 4.8, which says, I've sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are and that he may encourage your hearts. And Romans 1.12 says, that is, that I may be encouraged together 
with you while among you, each of us by the other's faith, both yours and mine. So as Christians, we do need to give each other compliments and little acts of compassion. But our main purpose should be to encourage one another to get to know God better. Um, And this can include things like sharing events and meals together. So it could be a walk in the park or it could be a cinema trip. This could be joining in worship together as we can see each other's faith, that we can encourage each other in worshiping God. Um, Finding encouraging verses in scripture, praying for each other regularly, or regularly meeting up and seeing how people are progressing on their spiritual journey. And finally, how can we build relationships across other churches, not just in the UK? I would argue that how we encourage others as Christians, we can apply to churches as well. But I think we could also work together for the benefit of the community. So this church alone could do a little project, say a food bank or helping the homeless. But if the churches work together, say the parish or all churches in Warsaw, we'd get, achieve a lot more as, a, as, a, as, a ch- as the church. And this, um, we could also spend time in other communities, especially foreign ones, to help to, uh, to get to know their culture and their way of worshipping because it's hard, harder to encourage someone else if you don't know their background or their story. So we're going to head over to Georgia, who's going to distribute these questions so you can discuss your ideas and your thoughts, and we'll feed back in a mo after you've had some time to discuss. the questions that we just talked about uh, but we want to get your ideas we don't just want to preach to you um <laughs> so yeah have a chat <laughs> all right um sorry if you haven't finished um but we're really out of time um so we're just going to have a bit of feedback um so i'm going to be talking about well asking you about the first couple of questions. Um, so what were they? I've got a sheet. Um, so the first couple of questions, how many Christians do you know outside of APC? Um, and why is it important to communicate with other Christians, particularly those outside Aldridge? Does anybody have anything to say before I ask specific groups? <laughs> Richard thought that um, it was really important that we all get challenged and uh, no, we all thought it, uh, that we all get challenged and it's easy for us all to be set in one place to think one sort of way and just to know our own, um, our own context. Whereas um, when we link up with other people, then we see how it is for them to be Christians when they live in a different place or a different culture or those sort of things. And we all need that stretch. Yeah, definitely. Anybody else? Um, I think sometimes you, people don't realise that they are amongst other Christians sometimes. I think um example I gave was when Mark came here, because we came from another church, and Mark came here on this um, to this service with um, AYF, and he walked in, and there was it Matt Bryant? Who was in his maths class? Can you remember? It was Matt Bryant. And there was a boy from his maths class, and neither of them knew that they were Christians. And it was great because they immediately they were able to really bond. But I think sometimes you just don't realise you're amongst people and sometimes maybe... It, but it's particularly hard, I think, for young people. But it is really good if we can share our faith with the people and you find out 
all sorts of people amongst you are sharing that faith too. Definitely. Anybody else? Anyone? <laughs> oh, over there. Oh dear. <laughs> bit, of, bit of a lap of the church. Um, we said that it depended on how long you'd been a Christian and as you get uh, further on in your faith and in years, you have more opportunity to meet other Christians. And so whether it's going to university or at work or when you're on holiday, perhaps visiting a church, it's really great to find other people, to see what other people experience and to see that God's doing the same thing all over the world. Brilliant. Sarah, so anyone else? Oh. About three years ago, John tapped several people on the shoulder and said, stand out the front. And then about 12 of us were told we were going to St. Peter's Church in Aldridge to plant a church there. It was in danger of closing down. About Sunday morning service was about 20 people. Well, since then, we've now built it up to about between 50 and 60 every Sunday morning. And it's a wonderful service, and there's a lot of nice people who go there, um, youngsters, all sorts of age groups. And Gavin Burbage, who used to be here, is now the priest in charge there, and we're always very pleased to see him. And it's a very good um, church service on a Sunday morning. So thank you, wherever you are, (laughs) for sending me there. Where are you? Brilliant. Um, so, James. So, question three. How can we encourage one another and build on each other? Has anyone got anything to share with this? Anyone at all? It could be the smallest thing. Yeah. Um. I've been thinking a lot about the word courage recently and um, how we need strength and courage. So when we are encouraging each other, perhaps it's more than uh, just giving us a pat on the back and saying, uh, giving you a bit of a lift, but it's actually putting courage inside people. And we really uh, need that. And then another thing I've been thinking about the word courage is that it's um, linked to the word heart. So the cur bit of courage is the same word as the French word for heart. And so courage perhaps is linked to being wholehearted. And so when we're trying to put courage in someone else, perhaps that's a good thing to hold on to, that we're trying to spread the idea of being wholehearted in our faith. And the final thing of the two things I wanted to say, um, this is third now, um, is that um, I've been thinking about this in the context of David, King David, and he was known for being a man after God's own heart. And often his courage sort of seemed to fail him 
But Jonathan, his friend, came along and enabled him to find strength and courage in the Lord. So we need, as encouragers, to, to be like Jonathan in supporting David in that process. Sorry. That's too... Well, that summed up that question really well. Um, so we're going to the last question. Um, how can we build relationships across churches and between Christians in the UK and further afield? Anyone? Oh, John. <laughs> when YF go on their camp, you go on the Sunday to a little Methodist chapel that probably has quite a small congregation uh, every week. And when you go, you not only fill the building, I think you encourage them. You give them a picture from outside of hope and life in God's church that's not part of their normal experience. And what you do at camp for one service a year would be something that would be great if some of us did a bit more for other churches, perhaps not as far away as Swansea. Thank you. Um, I think we'll pass over to our worship team now and we're going to do some two more songs. If you want to stand. Hello? Alright, right, so we've uh, got some prayer activities for you now, and there'll be some prayer ministry, obviously. But uh, before we do that, Amy's going to say the prayers. Let us pray. Lord, as we gather here, we thank you for bringing us together safely so that we can worship you. We pray that throughout this service, we've learned more about what it means to be in fellowship with one another in order to be examples of your love in the world. We think now of the world around us and pray that the world continues to work for peace and love. We ask that you be with the civilians in Mosul as the army regains control and that we can work together to provide support and care for those caught in the crossfire. We also think of our world leaders after the G20 summit. And we pray that as negotiations went as smoothly as possible, that any further discussions needed are dealt with in a way that is best for the world in its entirety. In the midst of constant political unrest, we thank you for never abandoning us and for spreading your love through the work of others. Within our own parish, we pray for the unwell and think especially of Elaine Clark, Rob Cook, Claire Evely, Harry Oliver, Sarah Reynolds, George Sanders, Mo Temple, Brian Trimmer, Jonathan Kendall, and Martin Chown. We also pray for those who have been bereaved recently, remembering the family and friends of Bill Titley and Rob, Rob Richardson. We also continue to pray for the family and friends of Spencer Hurst and James Brinley, following their traumatic deaths in the past few weeks. Pray for their family and friends and our community as it comes to terms with the shock and heartbreak of the recent events. As a community, I pray that we continue to work for your good and to spread your light amongst so much darkness. 
Give us hearts of compassion and let us work constantly to provide support and care for those who need it most. As your followers, let us not neglect our relationship with you. And by walking hand in hand with you, we also pray that we nurture our relationships with one another. We pray that as fellowship is such an important part of our faith. And we thank you for giving us the opportunity to not experience your love alone. With good things, they are best shared, and so we wholeheartedly accept both the responsibility and blessing that is fellowship, and we pray that you aid us in communicating and working with one another. We pray that as we go into this coming week, that you continue to make yourself known in our lives, and that we can remain strong in you and in our faith. We ask this in your name. Amen. Thank you. So, okay, we've got a couple of prayer stations we'll be here in a minute. And uh, one's aimed more around you and one's aimed more around other people. So here we've got some water. And you have a post-it note. You write on the thing, but there's some uh, pens up here to use. And you write uh, something that's really weighed down on you recently. And there's another one. That you write that what you think uh, is weighed down on someone else that you know. So and at the end, you'll, someone else will take that and pray for them. And uh, also at the back, there'll be prayer ministry. So uh, if you give us a minute, we'll uh, set that up and then... Yeah, I was going to say there's post-its on your table so if you want to grab up and get a pen when you want one write down something that you want prayer for put it in a box and then as we leave we'll take one and pray for each other and then there'll be a box of water that you can put something in if you want it to be washed away and cleared from your mind so just come up when you want to Just to, hello. Just to clarify the uh, second activity you're writing down someone else's name someone you think needs prayer really just to, no. and then someone else will pray for them. Yeah, and uh, also, if you don't want to write something down, you can share something with someone else, and you know, pray pray together as well. Um. So yeah, that's it. Um. Thank you for coming, and we hope that we've encouraged you to share in faith with everybody and taught you a little bit more about fellowship just on the side of notices next sunday is in here again but we're having another table talk so it'll be laid out like this and we're going to have a guest speaker called gavin burnage so it should hopefully be very very good um so yeah thank you and i hope you all have a fabulous week oh oh we're having a final song as well so would you all like to stand (laughs) 